Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply this podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, my day job as a firefighter is tough, but my night job as a social media manager, my Persian cat Jinxie, that's intense. It's 8 p.m., I've finally gotten home from another 24-hour shift, and I just want to kick back with a cold one, but old Jinxie knocks my beer right off the counter and gives me that look that says, no drinking on the clock. But Heineken Zero Zero keeps us both happy. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I get my drink, and I can still work on Jinxie's new line of merch. Heineken Zero Zero. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Uh, the intro of the last podcast of the season. Just want to say thanks, everyone, for downloading and sticking with us throughout the season. Um, this is a bumper episode that also... Apart from talking about Leicester and uh, and Pochettino's what was he saying statements and future, Uh, we've also got Bardi's brain busters, and uh, there's a lot of stuff about poo at the end of the pod. So if you can stick around for that, that would be great. 
Um, but but most of all, thank you for for downloading and being with us. Uh, we'll we'll see you soon. Enjoy. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. It's episode 67, season 7 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. T, you you won't use uh, visual facial recognition on your phone. No, man. It's the Illuminati shit. People can get into your phone and stuff. Don't use fingerprint either. But what's on your phone that you're worried about? I think 70% of the stuff is from you three. <laughs> to be fair, of wrongness, that's on my phone. Mate, and I don't think my phone to see you that. You send all the wrongness, mate. Yeah. Look, man, I'm sending it in response. <laughs> it's just a rebuttal. I'm competitive. Right, one of my biggest fears in, in, in our entire relationship is where the iCloud backup, conversation backup happened. And you guys were using your laptops to use WhatsApp, which remained open and unlocked, and people could Never do by. that. Back up your conversation. But my fear was that you was doing that to you for some reason. No, I lost. I lost all the conversations, and I'm good. I'm changing phones, and I'm going to do it. So do if what? It's in the cloud, then whatever. But you don't, people have access to the cloud. Don't I haven't care. seen the happening. Don't care, man. I'm brave. You what? can bring us all down. Own it. Own it, man. I own shit. You I, can... I have one rule which I live by, and it's like anything which your employer or your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever has access to, keep that shit clean. Keep... Not, don't say it. But don't tell it. But I keep it clean. Well, well what I'm saying is, you, your rule isn't that your your rule is is find a way of hiding it. No, no, just keep keep the, uh, the device clean. Maybe just hide the whole device, but don't keep anything that you use in public. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push this any further. I'm just gonna no. leave that comment out there. Can Work I, like, I can I draw their own conclusions. Can I push it a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Go what, on. Are there like hidden phones around your house? <laughs> no, it's not like hidden devices. Water white porn devices. <laughs> Quite a good idea. What's the most inventive way that you've hidden porn on your computer? Just buy exactly the same phone that you have anyway, and then if you get caught with it in your hand, you can just pass it off as your own personal phone. But, (laughs) (laughs) on your computer, what's the most inventive way that you're... you're Not not really inventive, like back in the day, I used to to have a a hidden folder that you you can just hide in that I knew that uh, parents or anyone using using the desktop weren't going to be able to like suss out how to unhide that you had more IT IQ than the people in your household and then and then if they did manage to do it by accident uh, uh, like um, I I came up with a a real kind of tricky name that they wouldn't and it was just a folder was just with the letter P (laughs) (laughs) it's left of porn the worst (laughs) the worst is when you know what you're looking you know where you can find stuff and then I just happened to be on my dad's PC and I was trying to sort stuff out for him and I was looking at downloads and all of a sudden there was just this one folder which had some videos in it and I was just like... Fuck. What, you didn't know what it was? You sure? Well, there was... I quickly was, like, skipped through it because I didn't want to... I didn't, didn't want to know see, too much. I didn't want him to know that I'd seen it. What? What? what I, did, I, I saw the, the thumbnails and there was breasts and stuff, so... That's yeah. tame stuff. Well, I don't know. I didn't press play. I don't know what happened next. I had a... I, I, had, a, <laughs> I had a folder... That was many, many layers deep yeah. in a random folder, and it was just called data. A <laughs> <laughs> hung man in a Hong Kong Fui one. So Hong Kong Fui got, got a load of them downloaded. What? And, 
Hong Kong Fui, the cartoon. Yeah, it. So you hid porn in the cartoon <laughs> folder? Yes. Definitely. You are sick in the head. <laughs> no one's going to look there, but the problem is that if you search for certain words, then I guess... Do you know what? I would look there because I'd be like, why, why is like, my brother being a right nonce downloading Hong Kong food? Hong Kong food is fucking yeah. awesome. And not only that, you find porn inside nonce... <laughs> you find porn inside the, the nonce cartoon that you downloaded. But you know what? You know what really bothers me about porn recently? I was going to say this for the second half. I'll do it now. Now that I'm talking about it. Go on. There's this recent spate of stepdad and stepbrother porn. And I was thinking... What do you mean? Well... The two people in the film are either stepdad and stepdaughter. But like gay porn? No, 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 no. no, no stepdad no. or stepdaughter and, or stepbrother and stepsister. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know. I'm not you're, really... You're like, let's remove the step. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I know we said last week about the snuff, but I'm not, I'm not going that far. But I'm just thinking, well... Uh, I want to remove the step. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't really see the point it's of it. It's too close. Well, no, it's, too not close about your, it's not for you to see the point. It's for the people that get, get off on it. That, that, that's, I know, but it's If you don't get it, it's like fucking animal porn. And, and I, don't, I don't get it. No, but what but it the is... people have to do, and that's why it exists. If it's a good scene, it's a good scene. I don't care if they're stepbrothers or anything. Um, the end. The end of the season, lads. It's all over. It is. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because we've actually done well. Third in the league. Um, last 16 in the, FA, uh, last 16 in the Champions, Champions League. league. Cha- um, FA Cup. Semi-final as well. Um, but yet, we're kind of walking away from it feeling a little bit disappointed, all of us. Maybe we could have achieved more or... I think it's the way we lost to Juventus and Man United that left a bit of a sour note. But otherwise, I've been quite happy with how we've played. We've walloped some good teams and um, we've done okay. Yep. Rick Hafer. Yeah, do you know what? I, like when, when you uh, when you look back on it, right? I think uh, I saw something. We fin- we finished top three in the last three seasons. Uh, I think I saw something, and then this season finishing third, semi final, Champions League. Uh, Barley said walloped some things as well. And like you look at that and you think, oh, that, that's that's great. And also pipping Liverpool to, to third as well. That is just a bit of the icing on the cake, really. Mm. Um, and as well, our points difference between us and the Gooners as well. So, so, so it's like Magnificent. A, a lot to kind of be happy. But um, so where do you? Yeah, where does because it come from? But, and, and the disappointment that I think that we all feel is uh, I don't want to go down this whole road. Is it's like the media hype or whatever. But it's it's kind of it's it just it's a bit of pill to swallow when you've done all this and then it's easily swiped away with. You haven't won anything, yeah. Or uh, the kind of adulation that Klopp's getting, and he f- he finished fourth, and the adulation that Salah's getting, and Kane's like just behind. You know, it's those different things, and because I don't know, m- maybe it's a bit of um, you're feeling a bit kind of uh, jealous. Maybe I, I don't I don't think it is jealous, but it's just like I don't know. Even when we were in the spotlight, it didn't feel like everyone was like on. Uh, Team Kane or anything like that. There's always something to kind of snipe us about, and I think it's just it just I find it a bit galling really that that we don't really get any uh, kudos. Do you need it? Do you need it? Do you think it makes things easier when they're when it when? Yeah, no, I don't need it, and and and. Before, but it's it is like, quite nice uh, when everyone you're like the media darling, though. Yeah, 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 and, and like Pete, like I've said it before in the pod um, that I don't. For, for me personally, uh, Tottenham and this team don't need to win trophies for me to know that. Um, I'm watching a great side because uh, from where we've come from to where we are now, the, the, this uh, is cavernous, really, from the, from the two different um, sides that I have been watching. But um, the, there always is that question of, um, but we haven't won anything, and, and it just 
it, it does niggle because you see it from even from you know uh, other teams and stuff, but also from our own fan base as well. And then sometimes you do think like, am I the one that's like out of step here? Like, should we should have we have come away with something? Like, are we? Are we failing, or are we, uh, you know, overachieving, underachieving? Like, you know, what is it that we are? And it's just, mm. I'm really proud of how we perform, but there is that kind of thing of, I don't know, that maybe we haven't. Uh, well, I think, um, I think a lot of that is is coming out of what Pochettino is saying. It's really like random, wasn't it? Because it's always, so on his plans for the future, he says, "I think they're going to listen to me. I think Dave, Daniel is going to listen." Sometimes, you know, I have crazy ideas, but it's to be brave. I think it's time the club to take risks. Every new season will be difficult. And he was saying, I think that comes from his understanding that we have reached that, that ceiling. I don't think he understands how, how to, to get beyond where we are currently without investing in the squad, which is something we said on here a couple, couple of yeah. weeks ago. It feels I, like yeah, it's like we, I think we've tapped out with this squad. We can't go any further. And that's what let us down, I think, against Juventus and United. And the only way we can improve and stop seasons like this becoming a bit of a disappointment when thirds shouldn't really is by improving areas. Yeah. But, but, I mean, saying that, um, we, we, we have beaten United this season, so, uh, and then we played against them at Wembley, so maybe it's that, uh, but we played that, that final mental... That, lost twice. That, you know? Yeah. Mm. That's the, the difference. It's that, uh, it's, and as well against Juve, it's just like, oh, man, that... that like a few like 10 minutes of fucking mentalness like <clears throat> mentality but it was just quality though isn't it it was not just Sonny as Juve this is something that's happened over and over again you know the Juventus game but there was I remember when we um, played Chelsea and Pedro scored that goal in the last minute it was just that moment of absolute class I'm not saying Pedro's good enough to, yeah. to play but yeah. he had that moment of brilliance he's got the calibre and, and history and it is I think time for I'd love to see if what Pochettino meant uh, and how that manifests if he's given the, the, the freedom to do it and the money to do it I mean I, I, would, I don't think he's ever mm. been given a lot of money to spend well maybe he did at Southampton and he bought a couple of giant turkeys but I would like to see Pochettino now this mature Pochettino with £200 million to spend what he would do with it well the concern is um, you know the concern is also and the Miller weren't they so yeah <coughs> well that's what I'm saying they were but I'm saying um so maybe there is a bit of worry about giving him too much money, but I think we are at a tipping point of a lot of players um, at the end of a cycle, and I expect a few players to go, and I think Levy really has to get his finger. I'm not expecting him to give, um, I don't know, I'd avail 150 grand a week, but I think we need at least one signing that's a show of intent, and maybe that's Anthony Marshall, maybe it's not, but I think we need someone like that. Yeah, I think this also comes down maybe to Pochettino, as a man because he's no longer first team coach he's the manager and he's very clearly in that quote setting out what he wants to do so um, I think he's ready now to properly take that next step up and be like that kind of Guardiola Mourinho figure so mm. he wants that responsibility and he wants that challenge and um, if Tottenham won't give it to him he will move on elsewhere Is it unrealistic to ask that now given the fact that we No I don't stadiums, think so. Well I mean unre not unrealistic to ask it but how much money is there going to be there? Um, I'm not, I don't think he's going to ask for like £500 million, but he wants that responsibility to go and buy players. I'm not sure, but aren't we hamstrung by the stadium? But a lot of the money, a lot of the money he's generated through his yeah. success, whether it be finishing second or third, yeah. the Champions League run, we've seen the profits. Yeah. I don't expect all of the profits to go back into buying players, but um, 
I do think that he's got a lot of leverage and the Chelsea rumours is something else that he can use in his favour. I don't think he'll join Chelsea, but we'll probably threaten to join them and say, you know what, I've got another club who wants me. You know, they'll give me £30 million, I'll buy Danny drink water, you know. The concern is a, a manager with, in a position of power threatening Daniel Levy is when Daniel Levy tends to just cut the rope, which is worrying. So, it, it is worrying, but I don't feel like that's what's happened. I feel that like there is a great relationship between Pochettino and Levy. I feel that they, they, there's had to be some discussion about the future. You wouldn't leave it to the end of the season. Well, to d- well quite often Pochettino's been called Daniel Levy's lapdog, that he's the perfect manager because he um, brings through youth players and improves players rather than buying them so maybe this is the point where the relationship kind of has to change yeah absolutely but I don't think that I don't think that Pochettino would use that press conference as the moment he broke the news to Levy that he wants more money I don't know maybe I think think they've they've probably discussed it and uh, they've discussed it time and time again I wonder what the fuck you were doing then (laughs) (laughs) I just leaned over to check that the recorder was still recording and it made like I was (laughs) being Ricky said (laughs) I thought you were like trying to look in my ear (laughs) Um, I think I think it kind of like they've probably had discussions about it um, and Levy's like probably been like yeah 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 no uh, yeah I agree yeah 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 when you're just saying something and then you're like I tell you what he he said this so let's fucking let's wheel out those lines and make it stick so it's just kind of those things that you you either say in public or if you know, work wise you say in a meeting or whatever um, that someone's agreed to doing something and then you just like I don't know bring a few more people in so that there's no backing out of it. So the Mirror reported that Poch wants a uh, a new contract and Dublin's weight to Dublin's wages and a hundred million pound budget. I don't think the budget thing is accurate, but yeah, or, or the wages bit, I'd imagine. I mean, what, how do you know it's accurate? I guess there's no quotes in that. A hundred million gets you far call. That's why I think that's inaccurate. I think the wages Man, might it might need Dublin's wages, but see, this is what I'm saying. It's, it's a hundred million. Like we spent a hundred million last summer. Yeah. In, you know, but we made it back, and that's the point. That's the thing. Is I think that's the, yeah. To whatever we spend, whatever we make, plus, plus one hundred mil. Yeah. Can you see that, lad? No. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, but he's never done it. We're going to go big dog this summer. I just feel it. Oh, wouldn't it be great? I think this. Is, I don't. I'm not. I don't, I don't like World Cup summers though. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got we, issues with World you know, Cup summers. You know, um, so, so, so I, I've got an issue with World Cup summers. No so. way. World Cup hang summers are no, no. the best summer of my so life. Many dust, <laughs> but so what? Many dust in what oh, oh Simon, Simon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Klingsman. There you go. Yeah. Played for a season and fucked off. <laughs> Baborski. Love it. Baborski. Baborski. He loves the misery. He can't. Like, no, but people, look at El Hadjif for fuck's sake. Baborski was a good player. He was average, man. El Hadjif got signed for, for all these shitty players. Spitty McGee. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, no, I'm, I'm team T on this one. No, fuck no. Yeah. Um, but, um, it opens. Uh, the transfer window opens in about 15 days. It Thursday. Isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it is Thursday. Ready to go. Um, but you, you know, there was this kind of like a, a moment where we'd re- we'd finally reached a promised land in the Champions League, and uh, Harry Redknapp had us playing this, you know, this this great entertaining football. Um, and I think that there was there was a chance to uh, invest more money. Um, and to take us to that next level, or we we felt that's that that was there for the taking, um, and and we didn't do it. Um, we didn't back Redknapp for. We bought Nelson and Saha. Exactly. That that was it. That's exactly it. Um, and it kind of underlined that either 
maybe levied, levied in trust Redknapp, maybe, uh, I don't know, for, for whatever reason it didn't happen. And this, for me, feels like we're coming to one of those moments again. That, like you said earlier, we've reached that ceiling. I think Poch has, Poch has realised that. And for us to take it to the next level and to be ambitious and to win the league and, and do whatever else that he, he sees us doing, then he is going to need uh, need that backing. He's going to need that money. And, and I, I think um, it would be uh, it'd be stupid to think that we could we can continue on the model on what we currently are and. Uh, and, and actually put up a challenge we'll, we'll be able to get in and around there and we'll be like seven points away or whatever but we're never going to be like mm-hmm. um, like be, be one of the leaders there and, and uh, in Europe either so it is kind of like this is uh, go for broke really you, you just got to lay the smack down and I, I just want to say one thing Liverpool are not a, a marker with which we should be measuring ourselves with because we finished above them 8 out of 10 seasons and they've had a very fortunate run City apart through to the Champions League final mm. so, and they've finished one point lower one yeah, point less this season yeah, exactly season. they haven't improved they've just got really really lucky their group was lucky and they got lucky throughout I the don't, I don't completely agree with that but fuck them anyway they were, they, if you look at who I they think, played they I think, the, fa- I think the fact that they had a gla- glaring hole in their team and they filled it with Virgil van Dijk and they, and they improved a lot other than the West Bromers on the FA Cup they, had, they have improved and I think there are things to take from what they've done obviously not a complete not, not completely everything but as I said, they saw that they needed, needed a defender. They went all out and got on back the manager. Um, as for the Champions League, it's the lottery with who you draw. Yeah, but they've more than deserved had to be there. They well, smashed teams left, right, and they've had, yeah. I mean, they're a piss easy group. They struggled out of it. Um, there was a Sevilla, Maribor, and I can't remember the other team. Right, yeah, but after that, right, Roma. When we were in the group. Oh, sorry, no. No, no, but after that, like the group stages Moscow. is one thing. Like We smashed well, that, the group stages and fucked it in the, yeah, in the last know, 16. Porto, City, yeah, fair play, Roma. But, but I think the point is is that um, if Pochettino sees someone that needs signing and we can, there's a possibility we can get them, we've got, we've got to do it. I mean, I don't want to go too much on stuff we're going to talk about later on, but an example is that Toby's, Toby's been to leave, we're off to defend from Ajax. So our best defender leaves and we're getting a project. Is, yeah, that, is, is that, that the right way is, to go Is that what it? we really want to be doing at this stage? I don't know. Anyone excited for the World Cup? Pretty excited. Italy <laughs> didn't qualify, but I get to watch it as a kind of a neutral for the first time in a while. We follow? did qualify, though. Italy didn't qualify. Uh, <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> I'm going to follow Colombia. Uh, Fighting Cock is going to be all over the World Cup. We're coming back for the World Cup, lads. Two podcasts a week. Yeet! Fully sponsored by Fansbet. Yeet! What do Fansbet do? Fansbet? Thanks for asking there, buddy. Uh, Fansbet are a betting company. Um, and what we, don't, we don't normally partner with betting companies. We don't. We did bet on, Bra- bet on Brazil once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's still alive. Uh, but no, we don't. <laughs> that was, was that the bet? Fans <laughs> <laughs> uh, bet uh, essentially a betting company that half of the profits that they make go back to uh, Tottenham fans with worthy causes. And we thought that was a, a good thing. If you know, we have to find ways of making money because we want to develop the fighting cock and want to make it better and bigger and do more stuff. And work gets in the way of that shit. So. Um, yeah, so fans would come along and they said, "Look, we'll we'll partner up with you. Uh, any 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 profits we make off of the bets that your fans make uh, will go back to worthy causes." So I was thinking, well, what might that be? And it might be that there might be uh, in my head. There's a guy who lives in Australia who's never been able to afford to get over to watch Spurs play, Spurs play, 
And what we'll do over the season, through the World Cup and next season, we'll uh, build up this pot of money and then we will pay for this guy to come over and, and watch... That'd be nice. mega. Or, or, or maybe someone local. It doesn't have to be an Australian player. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes it better. Like, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just like, uh, you know, like you see like these mad, like uh, crazy fans mm. that are like uh, East Asia, or India, or whatever, <laughs> and, and they've got their own blogs. They're all, <laughs> they do whatever. They just want to get over it and watch it. That'd be well fun. <laughs> just let them loose in London. <laughs> or, or it might. There you go. Here's a ton. Or, or, or it might be. It might be a someone who couldn't afford a season ticket this year and we will find a way of using the money raised from this to uh, to get them to go to a game or we'll just renovate someone's house renovate a house yeah what, Tottenham tra- stuff yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. it's got to be Tottenham related exactly, yeah. Tottenham gnomes in their garden if, yeah if that's what people want what we'll do is we'll come we'll find six or I seven people I prefer that we'll, we'll find six or seven yeah. people with different stories yeah. and one of them might be they want Tottenham gnomes all over their house one of them might be a guy in Australia one of them might be someone who couldn't afford a season ticket this year and what we'll do, we'll put them up and you can vote on what we should pay for and whatever you choose, you choose. Like if someone's getting married, they've got no money and they have to have a Tottenham-themed wedding, so like all the brides... Don't try to buy Tottenham. Yeah. All in Tottenham. Yeah. Yes. So whatever money's in, yes. this, whatever money's in this pot, um, we, we will spend on whatever you want us to spend, but it has to be a good cause. It can't be yeah. something muggy. Um, so yeah, in order to do that, what you need to do is sign up to Fansbet. It's, it's www.fansbet.com. Um, and what you do is you, you sign up and then you select the team that you support, Tottenham, and from there there's a drop down with a fighting cock. And that means that any money you spend in fans bet um, goes towards uh, the Spurs pool of money. And then throughout next season we'll decide what you can do with it. Uh, okay. But we're starting back with a World Cup, a World Cup podcast sponsored by fans bet. Fighting cock doing it all over again like 67 times in a season isn't enough. <laughs> have some more all up in your face Leicester was a great game you, you, you went didn't you yeah buddy? I was there it was um, madness it was it, it was like they were both properly drunk and yeah. they were just it was like one of those park games you watch where people were just kicking the ball around and seeing what happened midfield disappeared it was a lot of fucking fun um, I was watching it thinking what the fuck is going on it was one of the maddest games like from the first minute as a Carl Walker Peters who we'll talk about but Carl Walker Peters lost his man and Sissoko but they were joint in their, in their culpability for that Vardy scored and I thought here we go here we go like the last the last game at Wembley he looked amazing Vardy, Vardy was quality Jeez, I mean mate him. what what do you reckon 15 mil I'd have him take him for sure he, you'd he have to play him though if you sign amazing he just no, they couldn't handle him it was, it really he was, was brilliant. Yeah, it was brilliant. Can you imagine him at non-league level, though? So apparently he scored like 40 goals in the season. How could he stop someone like that? <laughs> <laughs> just a machine. Yeah. He, was on, he was on the Red Bulls and, you know, pies. And I think one day he took it seriously, just smashed it. Just right. for the There's always that, that kid at school who's just far and beyond better than him. Ars- yeah. Arlen was Mar- Marlon Chuxenbuck, on who was incredible. He would run through the team with a massive smile on his face. Like he'd, he'd literally have a huge smile on his face as you just dribble past people. There's a proper mug off. Yeah, that, that, Vardy would, must have been doing that not even below Fleetwood. He was with Fleetwood and he was another team before that, yeah. Yeah. Because that Halifax before then. So. But would you would you take him to summer transfer signing? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be something different up front, totally. Like, I mean, at the moment, I'm, I'm open. Uh, like, what, 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 yeah, what, have, we, have we got Janssen coming back? Uh, I don't know. Where, where, where is uh, Lorente? 
Uh, so, like, if my choices were them two or Vardy, yeah, I would pick Vardy most definitely. Oh, you'd, you'd have to apologise to Son first, then we can maybe you know, weigh things up. Why would he do? Did it raises them to these stations? We should apologise to everybody for that, really. Yeah, but to Son in particular, because from the same region. Okay. It'll, be, it'll be symbolic. Cheers, Flav. Oh. Sorry. What, that's not like the millionth time that's happened. No, no, we ran into the bloody disgusting mic as well. But no, um, Vardy and Morris looked really amazing together. Um, they just opened us up at will. Um, I'd be intrigued to see the tactics board um, for each for each manager before and at <laughs> half time because what the I mean, obviously um, Vertonghen got injured and Wanyama came in, so yeah. you'd have thought you'd just put in Sanchez, like for like, and done with. And um, this is a kamikaze game. They are midfield. The Sanchez and um, sorry, the Sissoko and Wanyama axis that just didn't work at all. <laughs> and, but it wasn't just us that were like that. Leicester were equally as inept, and it just made for a really fun game. The the right back that Leicester put on Chowdhury, I think his name was. Yeah, the but he's he's a midfielder typically. Well, yeah, you can't have hair like that and be as bad as. He reminds me of one of like FIFA players when they. So if you, I used to, a couple of years, few back, few years back, he's played this thing called Pro Clubs, which is like a a feature on. On, um, on on FIFA online, and you could modify any players you want. They all look like him, like a massive fro. <laughs> he was terrible. He was really bad defensively. He's the worst right back I've seen in my life. Pretty, yeah, but he, I, he's not a right back. He's not. Well, the, I mean, he played that right back. He played that right. But when when I saw him come on for for, for less than earlier in the season, he actually looked very good in midfield, very technically gifted. Like this last game of the season, right? It's always kind of. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll meet my dad's uh, early doors, go for a fry-up, as we usually do, uh, go and have a few beers, and uh, and the sun's shining, and you enjoy the last game, and it's kind of like all the... Uh, were you just smelling me, then? What are you doing? Why do you keep leaning over? I've got to check the timer on. Oh, the sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, and looks like, it looks like Flav's leaning in for a kiss. Yeah, no, <laughs> like you're on your first date. Exactly, because I've gone in as well, and, I, and then I realise <laughs> what he's doing, and I'm like, I look like a right cunt. He's mugged you off. Um, but uh, and it's kind of like the sun shining, everything's great, and I met you lot, and we're having a beer, and everything was good. And then it's like got a game one nil down, and then uh, and then afterwards, it's kind of like shit, man. Like I, I thought maybe Leicester might. Uh, spoil the party but I didn't know how much it was going to be so painful and like you're supposed to enjoy the last game of the season and enjoy that you've had a good season the sun's shining everything's mm. great it was horrible it was horrible throughout the whole game and as well when we went <laughs> felt that, like Tottenham of old yeah at, at half time when I met you like, for a beer right and then we came back up late yeah. and I was trudging down the stairs and as I got midway down the stairs and the, the ball gets squared to Lamella and he sticks it in I was like yes come on what the fuck does it say 3-2 <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at my dad yeah, and he yeah. was like did you not and I was like no no idea no idea we missed the no idea did you not hear it no no, we didn't hear it. It came there anything. Came down the stairs with tea, and everyone was. I thought, I thought, oh, wicked! I haven't missed the kickoff. <laughs> and they were taking centre, and I looked up, and it was three-one. Hang on, fuck! Hang on, yeah, that's scored. Yeah, he scored a. He Did scored he play? A, well, he scored a worldie. He, he, yeah, he scored a worldie. No Have you not seen the goal? No, I thought Vardy. I thought Vardy scored twice. He did. he did Yeah he did Fuck me <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even drunk <laughs> uh, Yeah Ian actually scored a, I like him as well I know he hasn't a great spell At New, uh, Lesser Oh it was a lovely goal It was a great. lovely goal um, 3-1 And I thought I thought the worst I've got to be honest I thought Ah oh, well And I, this is the same sort of philosophy That I always 
apply to any really bad result for Spurs. Juve, Man United, oh well, don't worry, we'll come again, we'll get on a bit, type thing. I did the same here, and then we scored, Lamella scored. <laughs> that was the most surprising thing. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll come on to that. Uh, and uh, we, we just turned it around so quickly and scored the fourth goal as well. We scored three goals in like 15 minutes. But I, I was so, like, because of the result and what was happening, like, uh, blow by blow, and it was like, like Leicester getting in front and, and like, us catching them. And then equalising when we when we head against them, but it was like the thing that was in my mind is like it's the last game of the season, uh, and we're like and the team's changed, and I, I was just so hell bent on finishing third and not getting letting Liverpool, and then I was like looking at my phone, yeah, it was like one nil, two nil, yeah, and then yeah. looking at our yeah. game, and I was like. Why have you done this, Potch? Yeah. Like, why is this fucked up again? Like, we're, we're leaving Wembley, and like, like, why is this happening? Like, why does this keep happening? Luckily, we fucking got out of there alive, but it still doesn't detract from the fact that um, the last game of the season is supposed to be a joyous occasion, and at the very end, it was. But uh, I did without I... putting me through fucking misery. So, so while. Towards the end of the season, after the Juve game and after the Man United game, I found it hard to get up for stuff. Like I'd be watching games of Spurs score, and I wouldn't the same level of enthusiasm that I have generally. I think because of the end of the game fatigue, end of season fatigue, and whatnot, I just wasn't. It wouldn't get me up off my yep. seat in the same way that it did previously. But this did when we scored the equaliser at three all. I was <laughs> proper giving it. When we scored again, I was like jumping around, going mental. When they equalised, I was like, "Fuck, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Spurs!" I think we all were. Fuck you! You've done it again. I remember. I remember this. I remember the four. I think we had three games during the two uh, thousands where we draw f- three games four all. Yeah, it was yeah. Les Ferdinand. I think, first, I think it's true. No, but Defoe... It was later than Les Ferdinand. Yeah. It was 2003, 2000... Yeah. It was under Yale. One of those games was Leicester as well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Leicester. Um, and, and we were just like shipping goals, but scoring goals. It was like one of them ones. And, and it did take me back. And I used to think, I used, I used to think, I miss those old days when you didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> I don't miss them anymore. No. I need a little taster. little taster. No, I, was, I, really, I really hate Leicester as well, because their fans are just... Absolute irredeemable cunts. Yeah. They were given it all game. Yeah. And I thought I can't let them walk out. I can't let them walk out of here happy at all. Um, and then when it was far four, I thought, please. And he brought. Uh, I think he brought Sanctus on. And thought, yeah. Thank God, no, substanity yeah. uh, in this whole entire. Sanctus was on when they scored four four though. Uh, was he, he? Got, he got rinsed by Vardy. Who was was Sanctus on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think no. he was either. No. No, you might be right. I think so. I think you're right. I, don't know, but I, I remember Sanchez coming up very, very late, but um, it wasn't that late. San- Sanchez uh, signed a new deal. Yes. Uh, so one season at Spurs, as he's in the keeping of that, this we've seen it happen many, many times. He signs a 2006 year con- new contract, uh, 2024, I think. Yes. And uh, Walker Peters. And Walker Peters as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's great news about Sanchez because it's. For a 21-year-old, an incredible first season. Really, really good. Carl Walker-Peters has played two games this year. Man of the match in both of them. I, 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 gen- I thought Lucas was in with a shout, but I, I don't begrudge Carl Walker-Peters for getting it all. Us, we're talking about Aurier, we're talking about Trippium. Is, is he maybe our best right back? <laughs> I, I don't know. He, sh- he showed some moments of, um, of naivety, but... 
I think if he had been given more starts, he would have probably got that out of his game a bit. I mean, was it a 37 game gap between <laughs> between his first and his second start? Mm. Um, no, I think if you give him more starts, we'll probably see, see better of him. It's difficult. It's a difficult situation. I think the best thing he can really hope for is, is, is going out alone next season to a proper club who will, who will play him. I don't, I, don't want him to go I don't want him to go on loan. I, don't, I understand what you're saying about how he develops, well, but I feel, like dis- I feel like he's good enough now. He won't displace OEA or Trippier. No. And if, we don't, and if OEA goes, we're going to sign someone better, so he's not going to displace him. So what's the point of keeping I would, him? I would sell Trippier and use Carl Walker-Peters there and then buy... That's not, not going to happen. Though, if, if he's in a situation where he's third choice, then definitely put him out and loan to a prem club for sure. There's points where I was watching the game um, and there were, he was making runs that uh, Tripp wouldn't make. Yeah. Um, and he was comfortable and he knew well, he knew what he was going to do when he got into those positions and he didn't look panicked and stuff like that. And I was watching it. I was thinking, fuck, man. Like he 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 does look really good. And I know, yeah, it's a barometer of <laughs> last game of the season uh, and and playing like what two, two games in the season isn't something to, to judge the lad by, but. Um, it was something that I, you know, with, with Carl Walker going and, and what he used to bring to the team, um, and then you've, you've got Trippier, and he, he doesn't make those runs and take people on and stuff like that, and, and seeing uh, Carl Walker Peters doing it. It just plays about fear a bit. Yeah, it? yeah, uh, there is that, and, and then your, your question of, um, is he ready now, should we start him now, or whatever, uh, I think he, he looks like he's... His stature, his frame is just—it it doesn't look like he's he's quite there yet, as yeah. in like uh, his his physique. I think he, uh, I, I think, think he he could like I mean the first it's unfair to say that the first goal was uh, was his fault. Um, I, th- I think that, no, Lamella Lamella was the blocker. And, and he should, and he, he could have. Well, he ended up doing nothing. No, I mean, you should never do nothing. No, I know, I know. <laughs> never put yourself in a situation where you're you've got no value. <laughs> no, <laughs> even if it's someone else's fault. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he got caught cold there. But um... but it shows something about his psychology. It's like it's like it's like it's like what the fuck? It shows something about his. What am I trying to say? Psychology. Mentality. Mentality. Yeah. So he's talking about his mentality, um, where he can come back from a mistake like that and and play excellently. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's still a bit too raw as a right back, but as a right winger with three at the back, I think he's <coughs> as a right wing back. I think he'd be great. Him and Danny Rose were unbelievable. Danny Rose was superb. That's his best game and, for ages. Yeah, and yeah that, he was great. Danny Rose just showed everything that we've missed. I don't want to sell him. I don't I want really to sell don't him. Want to him. I love Danny Rose. Mm. I absolutely love him. Even though if he's a snake, I, I forgive him all that shit. He's such a wonderful fullback, wing back. <laughs> I just had this threat. Like, he's kissing the snake, and then all of a sudden he's biting you. <laughs> 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 you <laughs> I knew you were going to do it, but I love you. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it just has the anaconda swallowing you and you're still alive in his belly. Uh, before we end the, the first half, and remember, Barley's Brain Busters for the first time in about... It's got to be eight months. Well, we'll do a season. Oh, we haven't done one this season. We have, earlier on in the year. But is, just, is this a bumper one? No, it's, it's just is about, it a good one? It's just about finding people to... Play up against T. Don't worry about T. I'm going to smash T. <laughs> and you picked will. me and him. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't Windy, Windy, I didn't have a choice. Windy bottled it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Harry Kane, I know we, we, there's not much more we can say, but I just want to acknowledge the fact that I just, I just checked. He's got 41 goals 
41. He scored. He's a 41, aren't he? Yeah, he scored 30 goals in the league. He scored seven in the Champions League and four in the FA Cup. 41. That's ridiculous. Mad. And no one even voted for him as players this season, I'd imagine. And the thing is, he's, he's kind of been dug out, and, and, and kind of pe- people are even not acknowledging him or being critical of him. It's, it's, and he's not like you say, T. He's not even. Well, I think this is, um, and as I said before, this is his first kind of crisis as such, where people, <laughs> well, not everyone loves him. I'd like because he goes, he goes to every ground and he gets a decent reception, but he's probably going to get to some point yeah. now at away games where he's going to get a bit of stick, and, I, and he'll probably got, he's got to deal with that. He does have to deal with it, but all the best, the best strikers in the world. Have always been had periods where they're disliked. Not he's going to have to. He's going to have to come to terms with the fact that if he keeps scoring shitload of goals, people are not going to like him. No one wants someone wants to score Do you goals. He needs to be liked. Um, yeah, but he's got he's got yeah. to realise that we love him, so that should be enough. That's, that's if right. your mum loves you, then it doesn't that's matter. Enough. The thing yeah. is that, like, I, I've I've really taken like his criticism and his uh, his. Uh, Stuff I've seen on social of Harry Claim and all. That's quite clever. Have you seen what they've done there? You know, like Kane and Claim. Yes, worth it. But there's been. T- I, I, this is going to sound weird, but like you know, when you just there is no way I can go to Harry Kane. How much appreciative I am of of his goal record. But like, just like an Instagram post and tagging him in there, just with, with hope. <laughs> if you do it at like three in the morning and he like rolls over in his bed and he's like, "What the? Why is my phone fucking on?" And he's like, "Ricky, Ricky, you're the best. <laughs> don't don't ever listen to them." Like me, just like just slurring and missing typos. Uh, have you ever done that? I've been thinking about it. That's what I'm saying. I, mean, maybe you should. I need to get to him, and, but, I, and I need to, Rick, I need him to understand yeah. that we love him, we support him. That he's a rock, but I can't get to him. No, no, you can get to him because it doesn't matter if he responds. You don't need the recognition or the the assurance that he's read or seen your message. Yeah, just know that he has. Send it and know that he I has. Mean, I've been trying to think of ways as well. Like if I maybe like, camp outside his house. Well, uh, no, send it's it's take, the, take the kids. Yeah. so it's not weird. <laughs> he he does go to that uh, that uh, what was it? The, the, the that's it. So there maybe if I have a meal there every single day until I bump <laughs> yeah, into him. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing there? And, and then I can use like the fans' bet money. No, to, 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 to mate, it, go mate there. If, the, if we get enough money in the fans' bet pot, like make a wish. Yeah, make yeah, a wish. Yeah, we'll pay for you. I love him. You, we'll pay for you to go for the shisha. Every single night. Is it near where you live? <laughs> no. But how many miles? I'll make it, I'll make it. You make it near. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, make yeah. it near by, by driving quick. Because I, I used to tweet him quite a lot because like, I wanted to invite him and Carl Walkover for a spag bowl. But, <laughs> and I'd, I'd tweet him like virtually every day. But, uh, but then Carl left. So that's to pair it back a bit. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I Do you that's why you left? Do you reckon that might have been part of the reason? It may have been. There's this in the Tottenham, I like the idea in the Tottenham changing room. They're going, this is. He's done it again. But that's Ricky TFC. He fucking keeps <laughs> tweeting all of us. It's fucking weird. There must be someone I reckon they talk about on. on just, oh, there's got to be someone on Twitter that think, what the fuck's this guy all about? Well, what about if I send out a tweet, right, and then everyone likes it? Then he would get the no- he would surely yeah. get a notification. Sure. Something's got to get what, to. Him. Sh- sh- it sounds like you want an end of season Twitter campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Is no, that what you want? No, like no, last no, season no, one. No. You send a tweet out, and we'll get everyone to retweet it. Anyone who listens to this pod, especially the thirty percenters, yeah. we can get them to retweet what you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're going to tweet something. You yeah, don't have to yeah. think about what it is now, but you'll tweet something in the next. 24 hours yeah 
and and then uh, and then we all get on board of liking, retweeting, just so we get Harry, just so that we he so acknowledges, he yeah, so, so he knows that I so love him. How, how do you do that without sounding like Mincy? Uh, yeah, no, I have to. You're gonna have to craft well, that tweet within within, within uh, maybe seven seconds of you saying what you were saying. I was like. I'm going to get dug out here. <laughs> I'm going to get thrown under the bus here. <laughs> so, you, you, so be a craftsman here. Yeah, all just, right. uh, just craft a tweet that doesn't make us sound like fucking proper plebs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and something that's good enough that you can get... And at four o'clock in the morning as well, because I quite like that idea of hitting him when he's not... Because exp- nine o'clock in the morning, everyone's up on fucking Twitter. Fucking right. Yeah, so, yeah. so we do yeah. it at four in the morning. <laughs> no one's going to be able to retweet it, though, at four in the morning. We all just stay it's up. <laughs> what about yourself? midnight? No, it's midnight too late. No, it's too early. Ten at night. Ten at night. No, maybe. Maybe, maybe eleven o'clock. Maybe. Maybe he's just like on his last knocking. Like, no, but he doesn't need to see that. He needs to see. You need America massive. to be asleep because America. Yeah, yeah. The Americans. America, Australia being awake is all right, but you need America asleep. So you it's got to be really early in the morning. So right. And, so, and so what also, you... I feel that he's he's more uh, like maybe uh, I may have got this wrong. But I feel like his Instagram post is like Harry posting them, but like his other social is like he's got a manager there. So I don't know. I don't know. What think to about go. so. What, what we need is something unique, something like Davro at my hamster, but not one that's going to scare him away. <laughs> Maybe you should dress up as Harry Kane and then send him a picture saying, "This is how much I yeah. love you." I think I think that that, that could work. Blonde wig, <laughs> full kit. All right, we'll think of something. And if you see a tweet like that, we were a tweet on the, on Love the Shirt account. Uh, follow Ricky at Ricky TFC to see if this tweet happens. There seems like a lot of work, unfortunately, to go into this without someone looking like mugs. But if it happens, um, let's say Wednesday night, GMT. That's tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow night. Yeah. Fucking hell, really? We're going in, we're going in like Wednesday? Like, yeah, it? yeah. 10 30 GMT. T- why don't we say. Uh, no, we're America asleep, so it has to be. We should do Thursday, give it a couple of days. Yeah, yeah I say that. It's got to be morning. A couple of days. A couple of days. Let people listen hear to the podcast. podcast. They forget about it. They'll listen to the podcast immediately, though. All right, all right, all right. Okay, great. Thursday. At 10.30 GMT, Ricky's going to post a tweet of appreciation to Harry Kane. And our aim here is to get his PR team to recognise that they've seen it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the goal. That's the goal. Fucking hell. Windy back with the final youth update of the season and I'm going to try and cover quite a bit here in a short space of time so apologies if this is an assault on your ears about young players and players out on loan. I'll start off with the youth teams. So the under 18s finished off fourth out of 12 teams in the uh, under 18 south division. Uh, Ahead of us were Chelsea, Arsenal and Southampton. Nothing to be ashamed of there. Chelsea, obviously a fantastic academy. Arsenal as well, under 18 level, are supremely talented and pack out many of the England squads with their players at that age level. So very respectable fourth place finish. We have an excellent set of young players in the under 18s. um, And some of them were playing up in the 23s as well. The under 23s finished ninth out of 12 in the Premier League 2, Division 1. We ended the season more strongly than it started. As you may or may not know, I'm not a big fan of the way we've structured our under-23s in the last couple of seasons. I think there have been too many players just treading water there. 
Um, and it's been a bit of a bit of a mishmash. That's the term I tend to use. You have some of the best under 18s and some players who just seem to be get, get kept on because we might get some value for them at the end. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what the intention is, basically. But that's how it's finished up. There is some news on young players. Uh, and there's no news on Rio Griffiths, but signs are starting to point towards him leaving. And quite frankly, I think that's the best thing for his career. Uh, I, I, I would totally understand his decision to leave and to go potentially abroad. He's been linked with clubs in Germany. We've seen um, Ryan Brewster of Liverpool be linked with, with um, European clubs. Obviously, Lookman has gone to Germany on loan this season. Jaden Sancho into the start of the year. They've both played a lot of football, a lot more than they would have played had they stayed at Premier League teams. And I think that's the route to go. Today, Keenan Bennett has been linked with Borussia Mönchengladbach. Again, I would totally understand that decision to leave. Uh, Bennett is a, is a, a, a talented young player. He's... Um, a winger, attacking midfielder. He scored plenty of goals for the under-23s this year. He's looked very good in fits and starts. Personally, I would like to see Spurs begin to give these players a more clear passage through to the first team. And by that, I mean opportunities of training with the first team regularly or semi-regularly. Opportunities on the bench in the League Cup and maybe even early rounds of the FA Cup. And maybe even early rounds of the Champions League at the group stages against lesser teams. I do believe more opportunities should be there for young players to state their claim. And they're not currently, for whatever reason. Um, Poch's argument is that the team's moved on, is stronger, and it's therefore harder to break through. And to some degree, I'm on board with that, but I think there are still chances. Players will look to leave if they don't get chances. English, young English talent is amongst the best in Europe. We win most of the competitions we enter at youth level or we certainly compete strongly in them. And therefore, European teams are looking to young English talent to, to bolster their squads. And I think it's a shame that we're not bolstering our own squad with some of the best talent around. Um, I, I kind of like the concept of young players calling the bluff of clubs who are not giving them routes through to the first team, going abroad, and then they'll come back. They'll come back to the Premier League with a couple of years' experience, and they'll say, well, hang on a sec, you weren't willing to give me a chance, and now you're paying £25 million to get me back. Fair play for them, to them for doing that. Clubs cynically need to protect the value of their players. So, for example, had Bennett's been on the bench a couple of times this season and come on, I think he could have proven his worth. I think he'd instantly become a player worth upwards of 3 to £4 million, probably more. Suddenly, that's a huge sell-on fee, but best case scenario is he impresses and he becomes a genuine squad option. That's how I felt Walker-Peter should have been integrated two years ago. That's how I felt Onimo should have been integrated two years ago. And that's how I felt Marcus Edwards should have been integrated two years ago. I'm not saying they don't have to prove themselves. I'm saying just give them a taste of what's to come. They might then excel themselves and, and become genuine options. Speaking of Walker-Peters, I was absolutely thrilled to see him get the start against Leicester. And he won the Man of the Match award. So that's two Premier League appearances, two Man of the Match awards for Walker-Peters. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think he's the best right back at our club. I think over time he'll show that. I think he's much more suited stylistically to um, our first team than either Trippier or Aurier for various reasons. And he seems like such a grounded young player 
Uh, I just hope that he kicks on and, and gets more opportunities. He certainly deserves them. Um, and, and, and again, had he been integrated two years ago, I don't think we'd have needed to have signed Aurier. But that's just my personal view. Um, so thrilled to see him, him get a chance again and to do so well. Briefly, it's worth touching on our loanies. So there have been a couple of winners in loanee stakes this season. Certainly Luke Amos has had a very positive loan spell at Stevenage. Their fans absolutely adored Amos. They think he's one of the best youngsters they've had in recent years or one of the best players they've had in recent years. Um, and they certainly speak very highly of him as a, as a player, as a person, as a character on the pitch. And I'd like to think that he'll get an opportunity at a higher level next year, be that League One or lower championship, and perhaps even some time in pre-season for Spurs. And good luck to him. I hope he progresses well. Uh, Onoma has kicked on at times at the end of this season, but for long periods he was used out of position at Villa. I think the loan was a slightly strange one in hindsight, and we could have chosen a more suitable club who would play him in central midfield, where he's at his best. Um, the other loan that's gone reasonably well is Carter Vickers Ipswich, who's gone down a treat. Um, so well done to Carter Vickers, turning things around after a slightly rough end to his spell at Sheffield United. And again, I think we'll see him come back into the first team reckoning in pre-season. He'll have a chance to prove himself, and if not, he'll be sent out on loan again, perhaps this time to a lower Premier League team. Anton Walks has done well on loan at Portsmouth. Uh, he was injured at the end of the season, but he's done well and staked a claim there at right back. I suspect he might move on permanently at the end of the season. And I also think uh, Connor Ogilvy, who's been at Gillingham, Tom Glover, who was in Australia at Central Coast Mariners, and Ryan Loft, who's been at Exeter, will all move on as well. Shayon Harrison may get one more loan opportunity to prove himself, although him leaving permanently wouldn't be a great surprise either. The big one is Marcus Edwards, who had that strange spell at Norwich, which all ended badly. Let's see what happens with him. I would love to think that Poch will give him a clean slate in the summer and see what happens. But equally, it wouldn't surprise me if he left. And, and maybe he's one that will go abroad as well. So all in all, it's been a mixed season for our young players. Certainly the under-18s look great, but I think we're struggling to move those youngsters through to the first team effectively. And there are some changes I'd like to see next season in terms of clearly laying out... Um, a route through to the first team, a bit of an overhaul of the under-23s, an overhaul of what we're doing with our loans, and certainly some first-team opportunities. We've got some fantastic young talent at the club, and let's hope we can bring some of that through over the next couple of seasons. That's it for this week, and probably for the summer. Thank you for listening throughout the season, if you have. Some of you may have skipped. And apologies to anyone from the North who was offended by my terrible accents. Enjoy your summer, and if you're interested in more young players and players out on loan, follow me on Twitter, at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On Your Spurs. Second half of the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again, Windy, with a lovely youth update about KWP. He's yeah. right up in his ass. All up in those guts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and for good reason. To be fair to him, like with Harry Kane, he's been talking about him with such um, enthusiasm for ages. And I, I think he's he's been frustrated somewhat by Pochettino, uh, and I'm putting words in his mouth, but blocking his route into the first team. Well, there's a bit of a myth that Poch um, gives all of you for chance. I think early doors, obviously, had Ventaleb and Mason and Kane. 
But there's been a bit of a drip feed since then. Maybe that's because of the quality of the youth, or maybe it's because Poch just wanted to trust the first teamers. And the jeopardy that we, we, we've got. Well, it's high, it's high stakes now. The team finishing third and second, you can't just throw in a 17 with an OB, does yeah. it right? This is the time when uh, <coughs> the team sheet would come out and Bent 11 Mason went in our central midfield pair, and I was like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I, why I, is this happening? I thought they were this, gonna... this has to be. A wind up. I they, 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 they were ripped for me. I thought they were going to be out. <laughs> do, do, do you know at that time in your life, you just like you look back and you just realise that you were a little bit like yeah, maybe I, naive. You got caught up in the moment. I thought they were going to be a centre midfield for years. Yeah, I thought that was it. And I was fine with that. Yeah, yeah, same here. So that, that's, that, I was listening to the streets today, and that bit where he's like, "I can't believe I thought that was going to be the only girl I'd ever go out with." <laughs> I thought that you know when you see something in place, like Harry Kane, mm. that's he's our striker for the for the rest of my life probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, that kind of brings us to you know the conversation we we all had when Potts, you know, Potts leaves. Is it going to be terminal? Mm. And, you know, there are some people that say, you know, we're never going to have a good manager ever again. <laughs> we're going to be crap. It's all going to, it's all going to fall apart. Where are you at then with that? Then <laughs> <laughs> what, Doctor Smiles over there? <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah, he, he's been in the mood tonight. Hasn't he? <laughs> I, I hate everything and I hate everyone. <laughs> the Dr. thing was, smiles. the thing was, is that uh, that's been a title actually. <laughs> Um, the thing was is that this conversation happened before the Chelsea rumours came in I feel like if he did go Chelsea which he won't it would be to spite Levy 100% and if I reckon if, if Real Madrid lose next week and they swoop for him it's difficult to really blame him for going because they just come in for Madrid. you Look, he's going to Arsenal mate <laughs> yes Paddy you've got to stop saying stuff like that <laughs> Yeah. That's another claim you've made. Yeah, yeah, you've got a history with that, Barty. <laughs> well, like, we all haven't got a history. We all, I mean, we're all, we're all fine. No one, no one tweets us. <laughs> no, like, you know how you get tweets after a game? <laughs> yeah. I think you had one at the weekend and you were about to... Lamella! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at half time, I binned Lamella out. I was just like, fuck him, it's done. I listen, didn't sweat, but I was just like... Listen, you're, you have a track record of doing this sort of stuff. You must recognise it. Like, Pickford is not another one that you got done for still over. not very good but, oh, come on alright forget that for a second yeah. there's a reason why you get, keep getting targeted because I make you know you I don't sit on the really, fence no you don't you don't sit on the fence and that is more interesting to yeah. listen to than people that do have we seen like Paulinho nearly went the whole season unbeaten as part of Barcelona going to the World Cup he's got to win the World Cup <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying just listen to you you're yeah, right. exactly just give me the chief scouting role Tom, <laughs> Could you imagine, could you imagine him? Pure Italians. We're, we're interested in uh, in this player, buddy. Nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else than that? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, where are we? So, um, Bulk underscore nasty on Twitter says, what are your individual highs and low points of the season? Um, beating Real Madrid uh, beating Man United and walloping Liverpool are yeah. really nice high those points. are high points aren't they yeah. I think the, the trouble with looking at the season is that there were very many high points but there were also a lot of average performances and results yeah. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of, sort of Burnley and, and uh, Swansea at home yeah but that was home. early on in the season and my other one sorry for life I've hogged a few but my other one is Ericsson um, kind of the, mature, the maturing of Ericsson mm. and how he's now properly uh, one of our most important players I'm going to ask you for a high point first and then you can, <laughs> you can wax lyrical about the low points as much as you want 
Higher points are difficult to say, um, in the sense that... <laughs> just give you loads. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to repeat what he right, says. Right, yeah. But the Chelsea one is very nice, because yeah. you went into the game without Harry Kane fully fit, mm-hmm. and he's just got the monkey off our backs. Um, the low point, I think losing to Arsenal away, because we should... Because leading up to that game, we were meant to smash him, we were playing well, and Potts didn't even change the philosophy or anything, and we just got absolutely smashed, and yeah, I think that's probably a low point for me. Great. Um... <laughs> we uh, we beat Dortmund away, didn't we? Yeah. So I mean, that was I remember with uh, that game. It's one of those games that you, you everyone like, even though how far we've come, you've still got uh, a kind of uh, a pixel in the back of your mind of old Tottenham. You like you go into a team like Dortmund and the way they played against us at Wembley. Previously, yeah. Uh, oh, at Wembley, yeah, yeah. And um, they were phenomenal, <coughs> uh, and uh, we beat them anyway. But like going to Dortmund and winning in Dortmund um, and, and, and Sonny as well, it, it was just like, I just remember thinking back fondly of, of that result. Because it was just, like, you, a team to go to Dortmund and win there, it's like... It's, it's, and we went 1-0 uh, down as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also Phenomenal. Look- and, and then like what, what T said, I mean, like it has to be, for me, um, that Chelsea game. Because yeah. it's like... You know, just just what it meant. Uh, like, the, 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 there's loads of loads of things what it meant to different people, and, and what know, it meant and, uh, to Chelsea fans as well. Exactly, they they were ready for their uh, thirty year banners and mm. and uh, and whatever else they wanted to do, and kind of like it was at a time where we were with Kane out of the team. We're like, are, are we going to be able to muster up and put performance in and are we going to be able to do it and and we did and it was some some great goals as well on the on the Dortmund thing yeah. um, you know you remember how easily they outclassed us in uh, in Europa League a couple of seasons ago yeah they did they it was just a complete <clears throat> different game over two legs they just killed us home and away yeah. uh, Bamiang was unstoppable in that second leg at White Hart Lane uh, and this time around, it, it just felt completely different. It felt like either Potter had learned or he understood how to beat Dortmund because we actually showed a, a maturity there because we kind of deviated from our usual tactics of holding possession and trying to string a stretch a team out. And this time it was it was about sitting and using Son's pace to, to destroy him and Kane's pace, and we did it over and over again. It was such a satisfying win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, you're absolutely right, man. Because uh, it's just uh, like bringing back memories of of exactly that, like just going like. With teams that uh, that, that pre- press like us, um, and before we've tr- we've tried to ma- match them toe to toe, and we've always come out worse, uh, like Liverpool and Dortmund uh, and other teams. And this time it was just kind of soak up the pressure and hit them on the counter, and it was just like it was obviously a different result. Do you feel like we've made progress this year? Um, I think individually, I think players have made progress. Um, I think collectively we've probably stayed the same kind of level maybe dropped a bit because we we lost like a great player like Walker and haven't replaced him uh, we lost Danny Rose through injuries and and we had Wembley and we had Wembley so I don't think as a team we've improved at all but I think individually Sanchez has improved from the player that he was Ericsson um, Kane and I think Delhi would come, he's going to come out this season having learnt a lot about himself the media and just be a bit more street smart for next year do you think um, if we if we end up losing Dembele Wanyama Rose and Alderweireld four players that you would certainly at the start of the season expect to start every game and we replace them with young sort of 
perhaps not as well-rounded and, and, and mature in their game as, as those four, but young and energetic, the, the, you know, the type of players that we know Pochettino likes working with. Would that be a good way to go in the transfer market? Because it seems that that's what, what's being planned. I think we need to sign a proper, established midfielder. And I think we can probably take a chance on a Sessignon with Davies, sitting under Davies. And I, th- I think we could probably take a chance on Delict as well from Ajax with, with Vertonghen and Sanchez there. But I think we need to go big in centre midfield. I think if Sessignon signs, though, he signs as a forward free player. Yeah. I don't yeah, think he signs as a wing back. But it's different. You know, the championship's a different place. Like, Bale was a winger. You know, these kind of. He was a left back when he joined. He was, sorry, he was a left back. I, I think. Sessignon, I've done, haven't seen nothing, but him playing as an attacking player in the Championship doesn't make me think that he won't become a, a, a wing-back for us. He got exposed defensively in the Championship. Well, the, the young players always did. Rose used to get exposed all the time. But with this kind of, the, the, the main core of this team kind of uh, maturing over the f- past few years, and when you've got a lot of uh, senior players that have been part of that, and, and if they are to leave... Uh, like Flav just said, and then you bring in a lot of young blood um, that are, that are a bit raw. It kind of it would be exciting, and it has a, a bit more of um, kind of what the team are about and what Pot is about. But it's also it then flips back to what we were saying in the, in the first part about mentality and how do you kind of um, beat your United. Um, Consistently and, and, and overcome Juventus where you, you lose it mentally for like 10 minutes and stuff like that. And although it's down to class, but it's having those, uh, maybe bringing in uh, some more experienced players that, that know how to kind of mm. phase the game out, where you've got those kind of like either those yellow card tackles or those kind of like those niggly little pulls like you know like when we played against Juve they, they they just knew the art of as soon as they got their nose in front they knew exactly how to draw that clock out how, uh, what to do when to do it they were so well drilled and it's something that we, we were just we were naive against and we we couldn't get back into that rhythm and that was it once mm-hmm. it was once they got ahead they, they were the masters of us and it's about um, although it's about bringing that, uh, that uh, fresh, fresh new blood into the team, but I'm not saying we go out and we buy someone that's 35 years old, but it's someone with a bit more uh, nous about them, about how to get through those games a winner. But I don't know. What are your hopes for next season? Do you, uh, what, where, where do you... Um, I think we'll probably just consolidate what we've done this season. Um, I'm not expecting to finish much higher. Can't probably, I think we're about the ceiling. So I reckon probably similar in the FA Cup, get to the deeper stages. Champions League, I think quarterfinals are beyond us. But there's going to be a lot of changes. I mean, I, th- I can see four or five players going. It feels like we need that, though. Yeah, I think, I think we need it. But then if we do get these young players, um, they're going to take time to settle. Mm. But I think I saw Gordon Strachan say the other day, I think it might have been goals on Sunday, something like that, that you know, the best players are given the instructions once, they take it in, they'll just tell them again. Maybe if younger players, you've got to tell them a few times. Yeah. So maybe we'll see that with another poor start to the season. But um, I... What about what, what, Arlene? What are you feeling about <laughs> I'm, I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited, but apprehensive at the same time. I'm a bit, I'm a bit apprehensive in the sense that... Um, I don't know, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's just, I think the Champions League being back home is massive because yeah. we've had a Champions League at Wembley for the last two seasons. Mm. And they haven't really properly been it's able not, to do it. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't feel we enjoy it as much now. I think so it's two, 2011, do you remember that? That season was amazing. At, at White Hart Lane. Even, even when the young boys came. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Crouch got a hat-trick. <laughs> yeah. The, what are you laughing at? The young boys came. The young boys. <laughs> the young boys came. It took me a while to be your face. Come on! Yes! I just, I just put it out there. It just kind of... <laughs> the young boys came. Carry on. <laughs> but, um, but no, I think it's, it's difficult to say it's just important... I think it's important who we do sign, but we do need to sign one player who who makes a statement. And you know, and I mean, I mentioned Marshall earlier on. Mm. It could be, I mean, Zaha. Someone who splits opinion, oh, but we need someone who, when I he gets him. when he gets the ball, he had a clink of seats of people getting up. And I think Zaha could be that guy. Yes. Um, for me, the, the quicker we get into the new ground, the better. Um, I think you know for for Wembley and the Wembley hoodoo, and that dragging us down a bit, um, media mentality and stuff like that. It, it was um, it was shit for us. But um, from what you've seen of Poch's uh, ambitious uh, thoughts that he has, and like he was saying about you know uh, you know Levy's going to back his will back his crazy ideas and. He has spoken as well about doing the transfers early so we can get people in and uh, get them settled before the season starts and stuff like that. Man, it it kind of feels like we have a a team like the nucleus of that matured together. We have players that we brought in from last season of uh, Lucas Sanchez that have had their half season or, or whatever uh, to bed in, and um, we bring some new players in in front of in our new ground, new stadium, uh, a coliseum like the old faithful Water Lane roaring the team on. Uh, it's hard to say that we're going to do bits, but I, I, I really I do feel it. I, I feel within the next season or second season is fucking coming like something's happening yeah I do I feel like something's, something's happening something's happening eh? yeah. <laughs> something's happening I do man I just I don't know just so we're going to move into Barley's Brain Brussels fuck it's coming but before that a quick shout out to uh, David Alfie Ward he's playing in a charity match uh, raising money for prostate cancer and the Mind Charity um, it's a team of um, entertainers <laughs> it's a team of ex-pros so what will be hilarious is how these entertainers get walloped anyway if you want to go down and see and support um, <clears throat> it's at the uh, Leighton Orient Ground uh, Sunday 27th of May uh, and kickoff is doesn't say I mean that's brilliant what position do you think David Alfie Ward plays in? I've got to say centre back I can only <laughs> it's the only thing I can think that he would I mean I think he might be a goalkeeper, no? I don't know, he said he doesn't... What, 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 what are you going with? It just looks like a bit of a goalkeeper. Uh, yeah, so tweet at David Alfie Ward to find out the time of the kickoff because uh, I'm looking... Oh, no, 3pm, 3pm. Traditional. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's £15 for adults, £10 for concessions and £5 for three to seven 16-year-olds. So if you're two, you're not getting in. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want tickets, uh, call 0871 310 883. It's time. Let's do this. Oh my god, this is awkward. I do not have the jingle on this laptop. I am sorry. Here is Buster's now for you. Love Engineer Al. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Delonis, you ready? You don't look ready. Put your phone away, mate. 
<laughs> Ricky, right, here we go. go. I'm all over this. Actually. Question one, who am I? I was born in Durham, England, on the 17th of December in 1966. Paul Gascoigne. I played over 300 games for six different clubs. My first club was Newcastle United, where I even captained them to the second division title before Ozzy Ardiles signed me for 850... Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott. It's got to be the worst ever. I didn't know he was born in Durham, though. Kevin Scott. I always thought he was Scottish. (laughs) I I thought it was from Nottingham. I thought it was from Notts County. uh, That's another player, though. I thought... um, I just remember him giving away penalty after penalty, like Aurier levels of penalty giving away. Alright, Joe Francis apparently didn't like him, so good. Pinned him off. So this is round two, this is quick fire round. Oh, Excellent. <laughs> so we get a point for each one. Point for each one, so there's quite a lot of points on offer here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all to do anyway, it's so these are Premier League Premier League stats from this year. You get one point for each. Um, this is a big round. <laughs> this is, I feel like I feel like this is where I'm gonna run away. Be warned, some answers have two points available, so maybe there's equal five stats. Come on. Okay, here we go. Come on. Who got the most yellow cards for Spurs this year? Oh, yeah. No. Lamella? No. Dyer? No. Ali? Ali, T. Got it. Seven yellow cards for Delhi this year. We're losing it already. He's already two in the clear. Still loads of points available. I'm just impressed I got a player. (laughs) 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 Okay. Most successful dribbles this year? Son. Dembele Dembele of 2.4 per game Who is The heaviest player In the squad Who weighs the Sanchez. most Sanchez No Form. No Sissoko No Manyama. Dembele No Janssen No Dyer Lorente Lorente Come on No can't fucking move 90 <laughs> kilos That's <laughs> a lot Man weighs 90 kilos That's <laughs> a lot He's a big bastard isn't he I don't know But 90 kilos is a lot That's not a footballer's weight No no, not at all. Mm, okay, Nine who got? He's huge. The goalkeeper. Yeah. Who got the most assists this year? Ericsson. Ricky got one. There's oh, still more available. Sake. More points available. Lamella. No. Kane. No. Davies. Oh, are we talking about assists? Still? There's more assists. Someone's got the same as Ericsson. Davies. Son. No. Delhi. Kane. Delhi. Go, on, Ricky. Ricky's fucking in the lead. Fucking hell. Go, on, Ricky. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm dreading to think what T's going to do if he loses this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, table we might smash, smash our skulls I, in. There's a biro's going to go ribbon straight <laughs> under my chin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a quick one. Who scored the most Premier League goals this season? Kane. Oh, oh, God. God. Why was that even in there? Because it's a quick one. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Who got the most red cards? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, got one. That's one each for Flav and T. There's another answer there. Davies. No. Vertonghen. No. Vertonghen got seven. In the Premier League. In the Premier League. Wanyama. No. Dyer. No. He's <laughs> just going to keep saying Dyer for everything. Trippier. No. Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez Goldrick. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. It's four. So it's four four two. I quite like that. So Ricky's on four. T's on four. Flav's on two. Sanchez. Sanchez. So what elbow? What Watford and who? Uh, yeah. You just remember you lashed out on the corner. That's one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. though. Oh, yeah, it was the other one. Yeah, we both, we both said that. That's Dortmund. No. Not in the Premier League, mate. Oh. Who has, <laughs> who has <laughs> the highest pass completion for Tottenham? Eric Dembele. Dembele, T's got it. Oh, fuck off, T. Okay. Who has, got, who has made 
The most tackles for Tottenham in the Premier League. Dyer. Dyer. No. no. Fuck. <laughs> Dembele. Uh, Davies. No. Lamella. No. Lamella. No. Vertonghen. Vertonghen. No. Trippier. Trippier. Davies. No. Hugo. No. Sonny. <laughs> no. Kane. Look, Kane. No. He's a defender. Don't give us it. Uh, Sanchez. Sanchez. No. Sanchez. No. Aurier. Aurier. I swear. Did I not say that? No, no one said it. Okay. Aurier has made the most successful tackle. <laughs> most successful tackle. See, what you, what's wrong with you? Stats are wrong, man. Stats are wrong. Stats are wrong. Who is... is shit, so, man. T is uh, on six, T's Ricky's on four, and I'm on two. Who is the lightest player in the squad? Trippier. No. Davies. Rose. No. Luis. No. Vaughan. No. Uh, I walk a billion! Yes! I walk a billion! A billion! 60 kilos. Yeah, that's tight. That's Harry that's Winks that's is the next one. I'm surprised no one said Winks. Uh, I fucking see, said I Winks. Winks is the next next heaviest. Okay, so we got Flav on three, Ricky on four, Shit. T on six. Have I got enough points to get back into it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So, who is missing? It's March the 17th, 2007, and we're playing Watford at home. The game ends 3-1 to us, but who is missing from our back four? We've got Chimbonda, Dawson, a missing player, and Lee Young-Pio. Kabul. Rocker, to his body. Fuck, sir! How the fuck did you know that? Yeah, it's fucking weird. That's ridiculous. You're weird, T. What's going on? How the fuck? Why do you. How does your brain work? Misery feeds my brain, so I'm miserable. T, just, just, sorry, just a quick caveat, a quick break. So, so what what happens? Does the name just pop into your head? I feel like that's a guess. They just guessed it. But yeah, because I knew we signed him. We signed him around then. Like normal um, people would have guessed King. No, because 2007, no. 2007 was the um, League Cup semi. Like, if you just threw, like, two, name me a player in our entire squad in 2007, I'd be going, fuck. <laughs> no, because we, we just signed him because he made a mistake against Arsenal. Barney, name me a player in 2003. Anyone. That's why I asked the question. Go on then, you carry on, buddy. So this is killer. As Flav has got the lowest number of points, we start with you, so it should be easier. All right, brilliant. Okay. So this is how many Premier League appearances a player's got. So we're going to start with David Howes, who unbelievably has got 143 Premier League appearances. Wow, that is crazy, huh? So... Um, Kyle Walker, higher or lower than 143? Higher. Yes, 183. Ricky, Stephen Carr, higher or lower than 183? I'm going to go higher. Yes, 226. Oh, shit, I would go lower. I would go lower. T, Maurizio Terrico, higher or lower? Lower. Lower, 130. Flav. That's quite a lot. Dean Austin, higher or lower than 130? Lower. Yeah, 124. Oh. Fucking hell, he yeah, has 124 <laughs> Premier, <laughs> Premier League appearances. Premier League, man. Jeez. Uh, Ricky, Harry Kane, higher or lower than 124? Higher. Higher, 150. <sighs> Why is he so close? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was expecting this to be convincingly higher. T, Stefan Everson, higher or lower oh. than 150? Oh. Premier League appearances. Premier League. I'm going to go out I'm going to say lower Lower 143 Fuck. Not much Fucking hell I would have gone higher I would have gone, gone higher Fuck's sake Because he went to Southampton Didn't he did yeah. he, this is horrible. Did he? This, oh, is, this right. is horrible. Yeah, so I feel like so why Stephen am I so invested Everson, in this? Stephen Everson 143. Um, Chris Armstrong, higher or lower? Oh my good lord. <laughs> Someone just go out so we can stop this round. <laughs> no, this is good. Uh, 143, higher or lower? Uh, 
Oh, so he's 90, 90, I was going to say higher. No, lower. Fuck Fuck! Only by two, 141. Get in the bin. Why have you done this? <laughs> I told you it's an awful game. So, 141 for Chris Armstrong. Uh, Ricky, Les Ferdinand, higher or lower? Higher. No, lower. 118. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, but you're still in. Yeah, if I get the next one, one. Yeah. Am I still in? No, you're yeah. gone. Please get it wrong. Eric Dyer, higher or lower than 118? 118? Gotta be higher, isn't it, Rick? No. Gotta be higher. Lower, man. Lower. I'm fucking 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 uh, so the score, yeah, I've got to run through these ones. Who am I? I was born in Tooting, London, in 1984, and I was once Tottenham's re- hot, Tottenham hot, hot Tottenham's record signing. I represented England and Darren Bent. Darren Bent. Next. This is. I'm going to give you a list of clubs for somebody. You have to figure out who the player is. Go on. Is this the last one? Yeah. So my first club I played for was called Middlefart. Is Ericsson? <laughs> Ericsson. <laughs> Middle fart. That's why I That's did it. Born. There you go. Once again, T. Brilliant. Well done. Bastards. Right. Finally, to end the last ever episode of the season seven of the Fighting Cop podcast, um, we've got quickly run through some news and articles, and then we've got some questions coming in. Um, let's get this done relatively quickly. So, Spurs to use their funds generated by the Toby Alvaro to sign uh, Ajax's delict. 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 Um, that's in the standard. Um, so you sell to Toby Alderweireld, world class defender, for what fifty million maybe? Yep. And sign Delict for fifty million. We all right with that? Um, we've got a good, good. We've stolen some good players. From He's Ajax. very good. He looks very good. I I, I don't know his name. I don't know how. Uh, like it's uh, Paul Plain. Paul Plain. Def- defender from uh, Ajax, in the same way, in the same mould as like Sanchez. Imagine, imagine, um, imagine, imagine Luka Modric, but as a centre back. Yeah, get him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, 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 the other guy. Oh, is it? Oh, no. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We're getting sure rid of. Yeah, but we'll get them all. We're getting rid of a world class defender for a child, but hopefully it works out. Uh, uh, Dembele linked with move to China. <laughs> in Guardian. I'll pay his airfare next. Oh shit! Unnecessary. Well, Flav wanted to rush through. I can give. I can explain my answer. No, go on. Yeah, T says he's well, playing that. That's quite definitive. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's a bad player or anything. But I think the injuries are catching up with him, and this is going to be the last summer where we can really seriously cash in on him because next year. I don't think it's going to be worth as much. No. And I think, I think, I think deep down he realizes he's given us very good service. Six seasons he's been with us now, and. I've loved, I've loved watching him. It's been a pleasure to watch him. Oh, is it that long? Yeah, about like a turn of 2012. Jeez. And no, I think, you know, it'd be a good move. Uh, Guardian, only Everton are interested in Danny Rose. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Danny, that's Poor Danny actually. Rose. He can't end up going there. <laughs> he won't. He'll stay. He'll stay. He's going to stay. Can you imagine if he did do that? <laughs> he chose Everton over us. I mean, just just because Everton slightly, would pay him more. Or slightly, they wouldn't pay him more. Well, it's nearer it's 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 to home. home. Yeah, fuck that. No, if they, they they would pay him more. All right, they paid like fifty million for what's his face, Sigurdsson, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in fifty mil. 
Yeah. This whole closer to home thing is, is bollocks. Yeah, like, grow up. He can afford to get on a plane or get on a high speed train. Yeah, just fucking grow up. You know what I mean? Fucking again, Uber North. It's, it's not like it's going to hurt his bank balance. This pod was once partnered of calm, and Barney's just pissed all over that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a look. At, have a look at yourself, mate. <laughs> is he, is he, you're right. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm good. <laughs> All right, uh, Mira. Uh, it's a potch target in uh, Zaha, Sessegnon, and Martial. Great. I'd great. be very happy with that. Oh, mate, you, yeah. that would be a good transfer window. Be great. Would you swap Kane for those three? No. All right. No. Um, the Times say Spurs have until the end of the month to tell the FA whether or not they're going to extend their tenancy at Wembley. I'm pretty sure that ties into the next one. Oh, and Spurs may return to Wembley to part of, uh, part of next season. So I, I thought that was like April. No, it's end of May. No, I think end of May. I think end of April was one part. I think to tell the FA is the end of this month. Okay, so um, all I can say is that is I, I don't I don't want to exist in a world that means that we have to play at Wembley next season. Yeah. No. So I don't only want to see that place again for semi-finals and I don't even want to see it for semi-finals. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want us to ever get into the semi-final of an FA Cup ever again if it means playing at Wembley. Yeah, I, I'm not fond of it. There, there was there, there was talk down my uh, row of uh, see that geezer there with the flat cap. Yeah, yeah. See the one behind him. Yeah, see the one with the, the girl with the pink shirt. Yeah, yeah. See the one with the with the pony sale. Yeah. Well, he works on <laughs> the Tottenham site, right? And what they're saying is uh, there's no way they're getting in here for August. No way. Brilliant. And uh, <laughs> and and the word up the 15 rows was. Uh, that we would be uh, playing five games at Wembley or some shit like Jesus. that. Well, they've got like. Um, well, I lost my train of thought completely. Well, weren't that bad at Wembley, was it? No. <laughs> I quite like. Um, there's the guy that keeps grassing up Tottenham for working at night. He keeps sending in letters to the evening. <laughs> That's what I'm going to think of. They're working around the clock for that. So. Yeah. They've got 3,000 during the day and 300 during the night. It's mental. But there's a guy who keeps grassing them up. Keeps grassing them up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit like this gets done on time. Olympic stadiums, World Cup stadiums get built on time. They'll yeah. just pay more people to do it. Yeah, it's been like like China. They they killed tramps to get the the Olympics done there. Probably they killed. No, they did. This and is, in, this in, is in, fact. They killed tramps in it's, Athens. They put paintings. Why, why, why did they kill tramps? Because I don't know. They wouldn't move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, you've you them, and the only, the only resulting thing I can do is kill you. <laughs> Not moving the sleeping bag yeah. while he's sleeping, just dragging him, like, just dragging him down the pavement because he's gonna wake up. Just fucking get him. Mixing the cement bits of my tramp's hands sticking out. I don't know what happened or how it came to that situation, but the result was that, that like at least a thousand. That's bad news if that did happen, but yeah, it seems a bit far-fetched. In Saudi Arabia, over a thousand migrant workers have been killed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is when it comes to football stadiums, shit gets done. Gets done All right, yeah. I'll be ready. Yeah. I'm not saying that, you know, means to an end is always a good thing. Yeah. But somehow, if Levy has to kill a homeless person to get it done, I'm sure he'll find a way. <laughs> <Do it. sighs> He's going to see you for that. He won't see me. He knows I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Come on the Fighting Cop podcast, then. Yeah, please do. Uh, Voodoo Choptics says, uh, you reckon Aurier can come <laughs> can come good for us after the pre-season, looks very capable with the ball and can take a man on. But decision-making seems a bit iffy. Most, most successful tackles this year. Those are facts. Facts. They, facts. Can't, they can't be debated. You know, he's, everyone likes saying he's defensively a bit iffy. Yeah. <laughs> 
gives us that. Uh, most successful tackles. That's mad. That's man. the response. Yeah. That's the response. That is mad. Got nothing else to say. Um, well, it helps. He makes like five hundred a game. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're throwing enough mud. You know, yeah. He always <laughs> makes tackles. No, no yeah. averages. Yeah. Most people kind of shepherd players out. He just makes a tackle every single time. <laughs> so do you reckon right, when, when he's fronted up by a winger, he's just like. What should I do? What should I do with you? Flying, flying, <laughs> flying. That's what goes through his head. And he said, you know, mantras are like, be good, do good. Be good, do good. Home sweet home. He's just flying. On his epitaph, on his, on his tombstone. Tomb, yeah, Tuesday, he will say, flew in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant um, <laughs> Brian Mac P he says on Twitter he says can Lucas make a leap like Sun did in his second year with Poch would that enable us to rest Ali and Eric some more yes he's shown promises signs of promise I know you haven't been his biggest fan no I think it's a bit, I think it's a bit of a waste but brilliant <laughs> I like him he, I like, he played well against against he, uh, Leicester. He, he did all right. I think again in the preseason, I don't think he's going to make the Brazil squad, so he'll have more time to, to bed in. Mm. But yeah, I'd love to see him do well. I mean, um, it would. I think someone in that three would have to go, likely to be oh, Sissoko's. Um, Sissoko's gone. I think Lamela got a new contract, didn't he? Maybe. I got an extension. Yeah, uh, which means that we got essentially got two years left. Yeah, so probably be over in so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see Lucas too. He seems like a nice guy. The squad seems to like him. Mm. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, Ricky, yeah, Nelson Asar on Twitter. He says, "What are your techniques for a stubborn poo that won't come out?" But you know it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the stubborn poo that won't come out, but you know it's up there. Was this actually directed at Ricky? No, I just because oh. he hasn't said anything. No, there's the, um, the, the two that I used to kind of. Um... Is this a common problem for all of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so, so it's a common problem for people because I, I thought it was just me. No, no, no. no, no, no. no when, when that um, when that happens, there, there's been a couple of things I've done. Uh, a, a milky coffee that is, that's normally uh, that's normally. Oh, so you you, 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 so you want the toilet? You waddle to the bloody kitchen. Have <laughs> <laughs> a quick milky coffee. <laughs> <laughs> this will do the job <laughs> and then just wait it stood there for an hour I shout downstairs <laughs> Dan Dan <laughs> what what <laughs> you get some milky coffee <laughs> don't forget the sweeteners <laughs> no oh, I said true <laughs> uh, oh and then how long do you wait once, you, once no, no, the no, coffee's no. been delivered no no if, if, if I knew if, I, if I'm feeling a bit bloated and I know there's one there but I don't feel it coming on then it's the milky coffee think, back, back in the day uh, cigarette as well yeah but yeah, you can't you can't like but you can't go to the toilet and just sit there and expect things to happen. You've got to work for it. You've got to, well, yeah, you have but to work I, for I, it. But I read this as if you've, you've had a poo and there's a little bit still. That's, that's, what, I, that's yeah. what I felt. That's what I felt. So what happens what? when you've had a poo and there's a little bit still up there? Oh, mate, no, man. Do what go, do you do? Let it suck it back in? No, no, no. <laughs> when, I, when, when, when I have a turn out, it, 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 sounds like, it sounds like a shoe's falling out of loft. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. <laughs> no waiting around. No prisoners. <laughs> Gun. <laughs> Out. Oh, oh, I don't know if I can follow that. <laughs> what a way to end the fighting cock uh, for another season. Seven in total. Um, I want to say, oh, can you get the thank yous up for everybody who's been on the pod? Um, 
because we didn't prepare for that. But um, it's been an emotional season. We've done 67 podcasts in total. And obviously, massive thank you to all of you, especially you lot now, wherever you are, getting on your train, sitting in the bath, shagging your missus, whatever you're doing <laughs> currently. Um, the ones that stay to the end... Uh, 30%. The 30%. Uh, you're, you're legends, a lot of you, and obviously we're grateful of it. And, um, you know, as, as much as it, it, it's great that lots of people listen to the podcast, the fact that you always get, <coughs> get to the end and uh, listen to the inane dribble, which I consider to be the gold that we produce. It's always gold. Thank you all. Thank you so much. Um, there's going to be lots going on in, in the summer and more going on next next season because of this uh, fans deal, uh, fans bet deal that we've signed it's going, to, it's going to enable us to do a lot more um, so keep an eye on that uh, I want to say a quick thank you to all the people that have appeared on the Fighting Cock this uh, this season uh, above and beyond all of you lot T Spook Bardy Rick Windy yeah, Alex Alex Case all of you Alex for engineering the pod each week uh, thank you all and uh, thank you to me you have yeah. done more this season, Good haven't you? You've really, you really wanted to get. I've reached the end of, yeah. end of my tether. I can't quite get the words out anymore. But it's been emotional. Uh, anyway, quick thank you to Tien, uh, Expressions, Priya Ramesh, Spooky, Nathan Clark, Michael Cox, Callum, Ted Riley, Jake from the pub, Cave, Tony D, Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Flynn, David Alfie Ward, Carl Donnelly, Duncan Alexander. It was on the extra inch. What's that got to do anything? <laughs> Wendy put them in. Wendy gets put them in. Why, uh, why Wendy, did you put, Wendy put Spooky there in as well to mug him off? Did I read Spooky? Yeah. <laughs> you did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew you would as well. Flavis, Papa Von Burgundy. I didn't even say Spooky screen. at the beginning. He's been on more. He did say the beginning. I did, I did. All right, so you got two thank yous. Um, yeah, Duncan Alexander, I'm not... I mean, like, cheers. You won't be listening to this because you're on extra inch. Obviously, yeah. this is lowest common denominator. Uh, Carl Donnelly, uh, Jack Hussey. Back once again, uh, Scott Adams, Adam Boltwood, Mickey Hazard, James Moore, Charlie Parrish, Billy, Mickey Hazard again, Dan Kilpatrick, Tom Hayward, Priya Ramesh again, and Daniel Story again. Daniel Story wasn't on this podcast, on another podcast, sister podcast. Who keeps what? doing that? Windy's Windy. done it. Windy. Do you know what it is? Because everything he does yeah, yeah. is delivering his little fucking agenda. How can this better my life? <laughs> Stop feeding off us like a fucking virus. The circle of life is always it always goes back to Windy. Yeah, whatever happens. Yeah, he's a tapeworm. <laughs> Windy's not. He's so not. He's so not a tapeworm. So, you you I said really, that. I don't say sorry. Often. I'm so sorry for calling him a tapeworm. Yeah, that I is love hard. Windy. Love Windy. We all love Windy. Yeah, so I really love him. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I really him. love him. I don't know. I think I love him more. <laughs> you probably do love him more, but I love him. He's one of the nicest, kindest gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, but scratch, like I said many times, scratch beneath the service, uh, <laughs> crawling with tape. <tapeworm. laughs> I love you, Wendy. Uh, I love you all. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this season. Uh, we will see you shortly for the World Cup.
Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.